Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Stan Lee and the impact he had on movies and comics and everything. And then as well, we're also going to review The Outlaw King on Netflix. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? Ozzy, how you doing? So, sorry about the technical difficulty. I'm back. Um, <laughs> like I was saying, is I don't know whether to feel good that I just turned 23 or that the fact that Stan Lee died on my birthday. So yeah. I don't really know oh, how man. to really yeah. oof. Uh, <laughs> rip. feel about that. Big um, oof. Um, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. Um, you know, so, it, it you know... I, that's why I wasn't so mad that you weren't on the podcast the other day. You know, I had to do the intro myself. You know, what is this? What what, you, what even are we doing? But you know what? It's your birthday, so I give you a pass. Thank you, man. Thank right. you. I, I don't plan on missing any other episode. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is all good. And you know what? I <laughs> Of all the things that went wrong in the intro, the thing that I'm the most mad about is that I said the Outlaw King instead of Outlaw King. Yeah. <laughs> because we have our friend Noah with us today yeah. again. And there was a miscommunication where he couldn't find the movie on Netflix because... Yeah, it, like Netflix will Stop. show you... If Netflix doesn't have something, they will show you literally everything else in there. So I searched the Outlaw King and they didn't give me anything. They showed me like Daredevil, House of Hintail, every Netflix original, but not... Outlooking. I was just like, what? Because he put one extra word in. Also, the Outlaw King is a better name. I'm just, you know, it's, it's silly that it's just called Outlaw King. It makes King. it so much better. Yeah. I don't know. King. I didn't see it. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, we had plenty of things go wrong in the intro, but you know what? That's just how we roll. So, yeah, the technical difficulties up top. Um, yeah, they, 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 they haven't ended. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Totally not our second time recording <laughs> all this. <laughs> all right. This has happened. Oh. It's been a long day. I've been up since 5 o'clock. Look, oh, this man. has happened to me recording a podcast before where Enrique was running the sound that time. Got through the, ha I think, three quarters of the show. So essentially around the same thing as what just happened to us now. Okay. Yep. And uh, I was like, I can't, we can't fake what just happened. So like we have to explain it. So yes, yes we just lost like the entire conversation we just had. So we're about to do it again. What was so, that? That was like 35 minutes, yes. I think. <laughs> I don't uh, remember what it I was, was saying. It was, it was honestly nonsense. <laughs> Coming it, from a guy who does radio. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it was fun, but yeah, you know. no, it was fun. No, yeah. okay. So if we don't sound as fresh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, that all that to say that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to start with um, Stanley. So Stanley, the the legend. Okay. Yes. 
Um, recently died. Yes, he recently passed away on Ozzy's birthday, as we maybe discussed. Was that on the deleted recording? I, I don't, don't know. I don't think it was. I don't know. Don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ozzy. <laughs> Shout out, Ozzy. It's a terrible, it was a terrible thing to go to the movies, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Stanley recently died, and an absolute legend. He shaped not only the comic book industry a lot, um, I think it's fair to say, but also the movie industry. Uh, so huge impact on our pop culture and um, just undeniable. Anybody, or Noah, let's start with you. What are your overall thoughts on uh, Stanley and his legacy? Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of like one of those people who had just such an immense impact on popular culture especially now with what uh, the marvel cinematic universe and just marvel and you know comic book movies in general and what mm. they are they definitely wouldn't be what they are without stanley no, yeah. um or at least without you know the characters that he created mm -hmm. then being turned into these massive uh, multi-billion dollar uh films which you know speaking of which uh, i've already done this before but I went ahead and uh, looked at all the characters that Stanley has created that have starred in their own movie, and that is the Hulk, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Thor, Ant-Man, Black Panther, X-Men, The Avengers, uh, Iron Man, The Punisher, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And I went ahead and I tallied up their worldwide box office gross, and it is five. So it's a lot Yikes. of money. <laughs> that um, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even beyond just the characters that he himself was responsible for, yeah. I think as a face of Marvel, mm -hmm. he is just so immensely important. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just... How many comic book writers do you know by name and face? <laughs> that, um only ones that are attached <laughs> to Stanley. Yeah. Like that's uh, just it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like Oh, he, Alan Moore probably. Yeah. He he <laughs> he did such a great job of like leading the charge in terms of getting these characters recognized and known and pushing the, them forward. He had a vision for what he wanted these characters and Marvel as a whole to be. And I think he just did a great job of executing that vision and pushing it forward. I kind of made this comparison before and I think it's it, it's fair. It's the he's essentially Steve Jobs of of, of comic of, books. Of comic books. Yeah, yeah. Like he's you you we can argue about the credit he deserves and whatever, yeah, which but kind of makes it even better, yeah. Yeah. But he I mean Marvel and this industry as a whole would not be where it is today in terms of their domination of the box office. Yeah. Without this man, so uh, he deserves all the credit in the world for that. Uh, Ozzy, what about you? I just think you know his vision um, as a whole, just on, on where his stories are today, um, especially some of his characters that he created. I mean, I mean, for instance, Spider-Man. I mean, nobody, not, not his publishers, even back in the day, thought Spider-Man would be as huge, and now he's one of the most iconic superheroes. Of our time, this, this superhero has had three reboots <laughs> in a, one decade. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah. Um, and and you know, I think he is one of the best storytellers that, that that has ever lived. The fact mm -hmm. that the fact that his world that he created, the fact that his characters 
he has created will live beyond him and the oh, fact yeah. that it's 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 at this point now he's 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 done this for generations now i mean it's, it's for me it's crazy just the fact that his work and his stories are going to live way beyond him and mm-hmm. for me that is that is impressive and you know he he has done so much for um just the world and just just in terms of pop culture and i think it's it's really amazing what someone of, of, of his age someone was able to accomplish in this day and age we don't this is somebody who who we're gonna who we're gonna remember always because there's mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't think in our day and age there has been another stanley in mm-hmm. terms of what he's done to pop culture in my opinion yeah. Yeah. um as of right now the so only, uh... go ahead no. No. yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean the only person i could possibly think to well the only person i can compare uh stanley to recently is like walt disney you know like he's yeah. he's up there with like walt disney jim henson um those people who just have created so many like timeless characters that i think we can only like mm-hmm. hope to have the uh the Im- the cultural impact as like creative people that stanley has like he has had just a massive just random side question yeah w- would you put george lucas in that discussion uh, not as much. I mean, George Lucas, you know, I don't, did, yeah, he, did he, he wrote the original Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the, the trilogy. Um, no, I would not. Because, I mean, it's just, it's kind of different. Like It's a little more niche, but it's yeah. arguably as impactful. I don't know. That's an interesting well, discussion yeah. to I have mean, one day. Uh, not today, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, the, like, Star Wars is like a singular entity, whereas, yeah. like, Spider-Man. No, I got you. I got you. It was all kind of, like. It's a little more broad with Stanley. yeah. Like, Mickey Mouse and yeah. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, w- another really important note to make here is that how many, how many pictures did you see online of just celebrities or random fans <laughs> with them ha- taking a picture or a selfie with Stanley? Except for like, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he was one of the, he was notoriously one of the most I don't know if notorious is the right word, but one of the most friendly <laughs> um, people in the industry. It's just it's insane. Like everyone, whoever met him, talked about how nice he was and how friendly he was and how much like they just felt like. He was just an incredible person, and that that's as much a part of his legacy as anything else is his uh, care for the fans, you know? Um, He was at all these conventions. He was just taking all these pictures, signing all these things. Like, he, he made people feel like, you know, it's okay to be, like, a nerd, and that, and look at where we are now, because, you know, we're... Pop culture is nerd culture now, mm-hmm. which is yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a few it's generations like or one generation ago, you wouldn't have said that. No, yeah. It's like their real life, like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's like everything, people who wouldn't be caught dead saying that they read comics years ago mm-hmm. uh, are the first ones in line to see these Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's insane. Uh, other, than the Other than Mike Francesa. Other yeah, than Mike Francesa. You want to play that? I, I play can't it. play it right now because we're on the Oh, right, because you're fine. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's it. just, um, man, it's, <laughs> it, it, you know, it. it's funny because, like, now our generation is just, like, it's almost, like, cool to be 
someone who knows the comic book stuff mm -hmm. and knows yeah. the history yeah. of it, which yeah. is yeah. like to, you you want to go to a Marvel movie with a with somebody who knows what's yeah. going on, yeah. so they can answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that about? It's like, well, in the comic books, um, and and we haven't reached. I, I think some people have reached the point where it's annoying, but we haven't fully yeah. reached that the point thing, where it's annoying. The, yeah. the thing that I will the thing that I will say though yeah, is, yeah. Um, and you know I. It, you can tell me it's too soon or whatever, okay. but uh, the fact the fact of the matter is, um, none of these are the original comic book storylines. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stanley took the comic books and he rewrote everything with the purpose of making movies. And I'm not saying that that wasn't a great idea. It was one of the most brilliant business decisions <laughs> in history. Um, yeah. As you can see, by the 24 plus billion dollars that they've made <laughs> over everything. <laughs> Um, however yeah. many times they've rewrote it, even in that process. Yeah. But um, uh, I like as far as as far as the point of uh, you saying credit, mm -hmm. um, like the the term of uh, getting credit for something. Mm -hmm. um, I I still do think that something is to be said for guys like Jack Kirby, Joe Simon, and Steve Ditko, mm -hmm. who uh, you know really were. 75 to 80 percent of this creative process in marvel when they were you know granted stanley did come in and was able to expand these storylines and everything but uh putting him in a category of someone like disney who wrote andrew uh things oh i didn't know that okay. um like well yeah he originally his original um uh, characters and stuff like that that he came up with, um, he wrote and at least had concept art for them. Okay, um, right, that's fair. And uh, Stanley never drew a circle, wow. so okay. right. you know. So like that. Th this is where I go back to my Steve Jobs comparison. All right, yeah, yeah. I guess that's you know, fair. like yeah. there's yes, there's geniuses behind him. I mean, but I mean, he's the one pushing it forward. That, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can argue that that you know. Stanley and, and and Jack Kirby. I mean, they go hand in hand. I mean, yeah. Jack Kirby was the illustrator, and I believe mm -hmm. that Stan Lee was the writer. Yes. I yeah. Mean, and so for me, I mean, it's it's you know when I whenever I hear about comic book history, it's always those two. It's yeah. never mm -hmm. just Stan Lee. Yeah. I think Stan Lee continued to carry the torch and work with other illustrators mm -hmm. there. But he didn't Kirby did his own stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Kirby actually. He was a bit older too, not, right? Like he was kind which of. Which is a, not at all. Yeah. Jack Kirby was, generation. Was, was, yeah. Jack Kirby was one of the best illustrators, if not the best illustrator. Yeah. He. Um, and, and comic book history. I mean, he literally yeah. he invented the double page spread yeah. that literally had <laughs> yeah. never been done. And he like invented it on one of his. Uh, um, I don't think it was Captain America number one. I think it was one of the Captain Americas, though. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And uh, just the the amazing... And he actually... He did, at some point, jump to uh, DC to do yes. a couple things. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things that he did that I actually have is called Demon. The Demon Etrigan. Um, yeah. Who's like kind of like in this uh, mystical storyline. If you've seen the Justice League, I don't want to get too far into DC, but if you've seen the Justice League cartoon, there's a whole story arc with Etrigan the Demon and uh, Merlin and like a bunch of like black magic storylines. It's actually really good, but Jack came, Jack Kirby came up with all of that. So that was kind of something that he 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 actually wrote Andrew all himself. Mm -hmm. um, but to stick with Stanley, I definitely I definitely do agree that. Um, uh, However, it did end up happening. He he did help shape and help uh, just catapult this whole 
um, you know, yeah. Mar- Marvel uh, cinema idea yeah. and helped. I mean, to... yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, he did. I mean, I mean, Jack Kirby eventually left and, and went on to do other things in DC, which he did amazing stuff over there in DC as well. I mean, I'm not taking any credit away from anybody. Exactly. What I'm saying is yeah. he continued. What I'm saying is Stan Lee continued to carry the torch. You know, yeah. he was always he was always one of the one of the minds behind Marvel. That's only that I'm not going to discredit from him at all. Yeah. I mean, that you definitely need help. And you don't um, have to. I mean, you don't have to attack one to you know praise oh, no. the other. Yeah, it, it yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I no one without the other. In my opinion, for me, Stanley would be the one who carried the torch for Marvel for decades. I mm-hmm. think being the face of Marvel, like you yeah. said previously in a statement, Carlos. And mm-hmm. for me, I mean, he was. Uh, I, I agree 100. percent I mean, I mean, we wouldn't be as far advanced in the MCU if it was not. For Stanley mm-hmm. um, and, and and whoever else was credited, yeah. uh, but this is about Stanley. Yeah. So Stanley is definitely going to get. Uh, yeah. To me, he's definitely going to be uh, one of the one of this one of these best storytellers mm-hmm. of my time mm-hmm. that I've looked. And, and like um, I said before, there's something to be said for being so visible yes. <laughs> like yeah be, exactly. like, you know like with his be it his cameos be it him yeah. again showing up at conventions and yeah. being in front of the fans like there's something to be said for that till the day he died like, <laughs> it's crazy yeah. like i i think does not look like 95 years old when he died no. by the way. <laughs> um oh no I, I mean i thought he was gonna live forever like <laughs> um, yeah i mean he was very happy to do the things that he was doing oh yeah I, I just 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 seeing him on film, on TV, just uh, he he was very happy to do the things that he was doing. Yes, mm-hmm. he definitely lived uh, for his fans, and he mm-hmm. had just such a passionate like love of reading and of writing, and he just uh, and he enjoyed sharing that with uh, the people who, um, I just his fans, and you know, just getting to meet them, talking about it, just seems like he's a really genuine, nice guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, move on now to our favorite Stanley cameos. Um, Ozzy, I know you don't, you're, uh, well, I know you have uh, a few that you want to get off your chest. um, So why don't you start us off? Um, I'll go ahead and say, just because I think it's the most unique one, I think the Spider-Man PS4 one is absolutely amazing. I did Mm -hmm. not expect that at all. Um, playing Spider-Man PS4. Sorry if I spoiled any of you guys. But <laughs> no, no, um, it comes out of he's, nowhere. He's in there, and I thought it was super great. I think the one, my, I think one of my favorites, if not my favorite, is definitely the one in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, where Thor has this, this liquor from, from Asgard. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> Aged for Stanley's a thousand like, years. Omaha. Pass me the bottle. Pass me the bottle. I was in Normandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then I say another one of my favorites is from just just this recent movie, Infinity War, mm-hmm. um, where he's 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 Peter Parker's bus driver, and he's like, "You guys have never seen a spaceship before." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just really nice to to see him in, the, in those. Yeah, yeah. I think some of my favorites are uh, the the ones where it's just like I like to imagine that that's what Stanley's actually yeah. like in real life. <laughs> so like uh, Iron Man 
It's yeah. one of my favorites when uh, Tony Stark <laughs> mistakes him for Hugh Hefner because he's got this like robe on. He's got and two like way, pipe. yeah, two way too young women next to him, and it's just like I kind of think that's what Stanley's actually yeah. like. Not gonna lie, Stanley is a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and then also um, another one of my favorites is in Deadpool <laughs> when he's the DJ in the strip club, and he's like. He's like Thanks, Chastity. <laughs> Give it up for big, Chastity. Big, big for hand Chastity. for Chastity. Yeah, yeah. So dumb. So, yeah, that, that's uh, some of my favorites. And then uh, last one that stands out to me. Well, I mean, there's tons that stand out to me. But yes. the one that um, sticks out in my head uh, is because it's the first one I remember distinctly seeing in the theater and being aware of mm-hmm. Stan Lee. And that is uh, the one from The Incredible Hulk, the one from... Um, the MCU, technically. Um, good old, uh, good old Ed Norton. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, where he drinks the soda and it's got the Hulk's blood in it and he just dies. And he just, yeah, they killed Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Uh, no. Oh, man, I got so many, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess the first ones that I was like, I became acquainted with Stan Lee was in um, the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Or um, it's kind of special because in his first two uh, installments, I guess, uh, in that trilogy, he is uh, he's saving people. Like uh, he saves someone from some falling debris at the World Fair mm-hmm. in Spider-Man One, uh, and then he saves uh, like a, a lady from some more falling debris in Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nice. Like I, I feel like that was definitely intentional that he's like a person. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, <laughs> but that it's like Stanley's like, yeah, I want to be the, I want to be a hero in my yeah. cameo. And then um, he kind of gives uh, Peter a pep talk in yeah. Spider-Man Three, where he kind of like affirms, he's like, yeah, you know, Spider-Man's doing a good thing. Yeah, you know, keep it up. Um, <laughs> I like in uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer where he yeah. is attending the wedding of characters he created. As himself, which I don't know how you're like, uh, how does that work? Lots out? of questions about the universe <laughs> in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else do we got? Hopefully, here? reboot's coming. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I certainly hope so. That's yeah. the one reason I'm actually excited, like everyone else seems to be. I, I just love for them to do the crossover that they do in the comics with Daredevil. Yeah. yeah that'd I be just cool. really want to see that. That would yeah. be cool. Um,. Hulk, uh, Hulk fights the thing. Go, oh my God! They need to do it. <laughs> to go back to do it right. To go back to a Spider-Man one. Uh, yes. The Amazing Spider-Man is actually another one of my favorites. Yes. yes. <laughs> when he's just vacuuming and he's got the music in, and he mm-hmm. and Spider-Man and uh, I think it's the Lizard yeah, it's having a, this huge battle in the background. Yeah. He is completely unaware and oblivious yeah. to what's happening, yeah. and it's amazing. It's one of my favorites as it's well. Great, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I I don't know. Is Ozzy still there? Yo. All right. Uh, do you have any more that you want to throw out there before we move on? Uh, I think that's it for me, man. I, I, you know, I think he, I think a lot of his cameos, I think 99.9% of his cameos worked for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Is there I, one I that you don't like? I was thinking about the ones that you were saying, Noah, where you're yeah. saving people and in Spider-Man, I really like those. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was, he was, he was awesome in, in the, in the original Spider-Man ones. Yeah. Um, then when it came to the amazing Spider-Man, I love that scene, Carlos. That's one of my favorite Spider-Man scenes in general. Was that one? Yeah. Um, so um, I agree with with that one there. But no, I mean, I think that's I think that's it for me. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, and it, I think we will be getting a few more of them because yes. uh, James Gunn talked about before Rip James Gunn <laughs> before he moved on to. Um, 
uh, uh, other properties. I won't yes. say lesser. I was I was really close. I said it anyway. <laughs> to uh, lesser being Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> to other properties. Before he moved on, um, <laughs> he said that he had re- he had filmed a bunch of Stanley cameos. So they definitely. Yeah. I think they do have a backlog. Yes. So we'll probably get a few more of them, and um, I, I I'm sure it'll be a sad day when we finally run out of them. Yeah. So. Uh, supposedly he filmed. All of his cameos for like Thor Ragnarok, um, Spider-Man, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And he, he filmed all of those in like one day. Yeah. So if that's the case, there's no reason for him not to be in. I, I think know, I think yeah. they've got a few. I in, mean, he's definitely yeah, in Age of Ultron and so. Captain Marvel. So I think, yeah, it'll definitely be pretty melancholy seeing him. Like the, the theater reaction to seeing him on screen will probably be pretty. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, definitely, definitely. Just like a moment of silence or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just All as right. long as people don't scream too loud for me to miss the dialogue that follows. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with seeing any of these movies, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. I think that'll wrap up this Stan Lee discussion. Yeah. Rest in pre- peace, our friend. Oh <laughs> we will um, move on. All right. So now we are going to talk about Outlaw King, Netflix's newest big budget movie uh this is something that they've been doing for uh, a little bit here a little bit now um they've been really trying to delve into this big budget type thing mm-hmm. uh we've seen it uh with bright yikes uh we've seen it with um i, I guess would you count the cloverfield paradox as big budget i was pretty big budget yeah, yeah. yeah. super bowl commercial yeah. Right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah well yeah. that was the whole thing where they like released it like the day of the first announcement yeah. of the trailer. They definitely wanted yeah. that to be a big budget. Thing, yeah. But I don't think they didn't. Nobody um, really took it. Yeah. So this is a big uh, medieval war epic starring uh, Chris Pine and Aaron Taylor Johnson, the ever changing Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is like, I, I can't tell you how many times, even on this very podcast, I have said that. Wait, that's Aaron Taylor Johnson? Dude, I said that an hour ago. I said that before we started recording. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah so it's just, um, man, he, he just, he's so good. And it, again, it's not just, right, not again, but it's not just because um, of the makeup. It's just, I think he's just that good that it's like, yeah. he just kind of disappears into the role a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so, and even in a movie like this where he doesn't necessarily have the lead role, like he's mm-hmm. not the focal point of this movie at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is again, a big medieval war epic, um, where Chris Pine plays Robert the Bruce, the King of the Scots and, uh, no, I cannot, um, and his (laughs) rebellion against England. Um, Ozzy, what are your overall thoughts on Outlaw King? Well, I just want to say, I thought the film was just shot beautifully. That's my one foremost positive in the movie. It was shot beautifully. It was like one of the most beautifully shot films I've seen all year. If not the most beautiful one I've seen all year. It was beautiful. I I loved it. Just everything. (laughs) When it came to the cinematography, I loved it. Um, As far as the performances goes, I I think, I mean, I love Aaron Taylor Johnson. But I was actually, I was one of, I was, this is the first time I've actually been confused. I was just like, this guy looks like Aaron Taylor Johnson. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I think he gave a great performance. I think Chris Pine does, uh, Chris Pine, I'm sorry, does a fantastic job mm-hmm. in the role that he's given. I think he, I think he executes it beautifully. I, I think, uh, he, he, he definitely adds, uh, to this movie. I think this movie is, is really good. I think it's beautifully written. 
Um, I, I really love the script in this film, and I think the I think overall the performances in this movie they're really really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I com- agree with you 100% on the cinematography. Well, not 100%. I don't know. Like, I don't even have to think about the best of the year thing. But my goodness, this movie is just a beautiful watch. It really is. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something to note. And then I, I think they do a pretty good job with the scope of this movie. It feels like a big movie. Yeah. Um, and that that's definitely something I, I want to note as well. It's just... I I don't know that the whole thing like comes together well. I think that there's some character issues, there's a little bit of story mm, issues and there's yeah, some cheesy moments. Yeah. But overall, I I I enjoyed myself watching this movie, but mm. I, I have a I I like these movies. Uh from a personal note, the gore was a little bit too much for me, but again, <laughs> that's personal preference. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I I think I just really, I, the action sequences, as gory as they are, I really mm-hmm. did enjoy them. And this movie has plenty of action sequences. Yeah. If you like medieval yeah, no. action sequences, this is your kind of movie, okay? Yeah. They do not let up on that at all. This isn't one of those movies where, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, it's awesome. And then you go in and it's just like a bunch of talking and then mm-hmm. uh, an action sequence here or there. This movie is like action sequence first, talking second. Yes, which <laughs> is the best part. Yeah. It's like Expendables. <laughs> um, it's so, better than Expendables. So. Well, I figured. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm just saying but, first 45 minutes, people get blown to smithereens. Yeah, and yes. then we talk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So um, that I, I enjoyed myself for the most part watching this movie. Uh, Noah, what about you? Yeah, um, it's it's interesting because I mean, anybody who's watching this movie, they're not going to get to see it. They're pro- they're they are not going to get to see it on a big screen. They're not going to see it in a theater. They're going to mm-hmm. see it on their television or even worse on their phone. So it's kind of <laughs> weird that Netflix would make a historical epic in this way with this big scope and all these massive battles. But I don't know. I kind of they they kind of pull it off. I mean, I watched mm-hmm. it on my TV and I was like, no, this is fine. <laughs> Um, it probably would have been better if I was on it in, in like a theater, yeah. but yeah, I thought that was good. Um, I have a hot take about the, uh, the cinematography. Um, but I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, I thought, you know, Chris Pine did a great job. Aaron Taylor Johnson just kind of disappears under like so this, good. like heavy, you know, the, his clothing and his, um, his like beard and hair yeah. is just like, I, I was, I could like barely see him peeking through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, the other actors are really good. I think the villain is kind of underplayed. I don't even think I knew his name. Uh, Prince of yeah. Prince of Wales. Prince of Wales, yes. Prince of Wales. That's his name. <laughs> I, I don't think he has an actual name. They just uh, call him my lord or yeah. prince or something like yeah. that. Well, well, yeah, I, I'll, I'll dive more into that aspect of it as well. But yeah. um, um, I, I I I agree with you on that. Uh, <laughs> on that point. For, yeah. To say the least. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess to get into my hot take, uh, okay. we talk about the beginning. The very first scene of the movie is uh, is all one shot. They do. Um, it's kind of just like mm-hmm. uh, it sort of sets up the relationships between um, Robert and uh, the Prince of Wales and his <laughs> dad. I think his name is King Edward. Um, so they're sort of like, they're surrendering to the King of England. I don't actually know what the, the names of the countries would be at this point. Um, so they're surrendering to him and he kind of like does like a, a display of power and sort of things, but it's all in one take Mm -hmm. and it kind of like, you know, 
one 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 takes just don't really impress me that much anymore. Um, <laughs> here's my hot take. Interesting. Uh, one takes have been around for centuries. They're called plays. They don't really, you know. Whoa. Yeah. I was not expecting this. <laughs> I like this, Noah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if you're just gonna show me one shot of people talking and some light sword play with a little bit of conversation, and then like a big <laughs> catapult launching into a into a castle. I'm not a, impressed. Is it a know? catapult or um, is it a trebuchet? Um, it's a tre- oh, you're right. It's a, it's trebuchet. a trebuchet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, when hmm. one takes are used well, they build suspense. They yes. have tension. This didn't really have neither. It took me a while. Before they don't I was have like, to do those, either of those things necessarily. Well, yeah, but then you're just like flexing for no reason. Nah. You definitely can convey more. <laughs> All right. You're to, indirectly taking shot at this podcast namesake. So I well, <laughs> I don't know about that. okay. All right. I'm, they they do use it well in that instance. <laughs> but they didn't build tension or suspense with that. Well, yeah, but in this instance, it's like editing would have made it better. Like, I would have been more involved in the sword fight hmm. if if you cut it up and made me feel something. Like, I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm... Maybe, I, I don't know. Like, I wasn't necessarily compelled by that sequence either, but it was also because it's like, I'm just getting to know these characters and it's like, I don't know why I should care about Chris Pine's character other other than the fact that he's Chris Pine, yeah. which is, I think, a trap a lot of these movies fall into, <laughs> where it's just like, care about our main character. Why? Yeah. Uh, because he's the star of the movie. He's um, famous. Especially since well, he's... Well, that the, doesn't really yeah. make... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> since he's like the few... The, the only actor that I immediately recognize. Yeah, you know, yeah. The name yeah. Of Johnson. So, it's like, I gravitated towards him um, I guess. yeah I, I, didn't, I wasn't necessarily bothered by that opening but it's like <laughs> it's not I mean it wasn't like incredible or anything but it's no, certainly it like it gets me into that was the first thing when I was like okay they're actually like trying something with the cinematography yeah, but what were they what did they accomplish <laughs> okay the yeah fair enough I fair mean, enough right. uh, <laughs> but yeah so I and to circle back to Aaron Taylor Johnson, I just wanted to say one thing. I'm never going to forget that on the podcast when we reviewed Nocturnal Animals, which underrated movie from that year, um, still incredible, still not for everybody, weird movie, but incredible. Um, I'm never going to forget Ozzy revealing on the podcast that that was Aaron Taylor Johnson. I was like, wait, that was Aaron Taylor Johnson? <laughs> Ozzy's like, yeah, that was Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was just like, that was one of the weirdest moments on this podcast. And I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he's great. Chris Pine is good. I, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like the script didn't give him necessarily as much to work with in terms oh, no, of like, you know, giving us any reason to care about him. He did not have a lot of words to say. No, it, like, it's just like, I, it was so weird. Um, uh, I don't I, I don't think any of the performances are necessarily the problem other than I wasn't super impressed by the Prince of Wales. He's Again, like, he, so you know, he doesn't have much, but he also like doesn't give much to the performance either. So yeah, um, his haircut though, yeah. it was something. <laughs> uh, I just kind of chopped that up to um, you know, maybe that was just the haircut of the day. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I'm not an expert on haircuts from that like, time period. That's unfortunate. I cannot. <laughs> that's my. That was only my. That was my only response when I saw him Yikes. with that hair. I was like, oof. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Barbara, I, yeah. I, like I said, the, my biggest positives are. The action sequences, because they are really well done. Yes. The cinematography, I do think, is impressive. Mm-hmm. And the performances are all solid, yeah. for the most part. 
Um, so those are my positives. Ozzy, do you have any more positives before we just fully dive into negatives? Oh, okay. I should have saved mine. No, you're good. <laughs> no, I don't. So you guys, I mean, we could dive like 100% like full deep. All right. Look, I mean, it's the, to me, it comes down to the script. I just don't like yeah. everything. This movie's like two hours plus, I think. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily feel that long because the action sequences, they keep the action sequences coming. So it, for me, it kind of kept at a decent pace. Mm-hmm. But I also just like all, of all of that runtime, mm-hmm. I feel like they never gave me any substance to these characters or these relationships. No, no, no. <laughs> um, like, you know, even the main quote unquote relationship that I'm supposed to be like getting invested in is mm-hmm. uh, uh, Robert and his wife, right? Yeah. Yes. They're giving good performances, so yeah. that's not the issue. Yeah. They're, you know, they seem to have decent chemistry, so that's yeah. not the issue. The words that they actually speak are good. Yeah. Like, they're well written. But I just feel like we were watching all of the talking parts of this movie on fast forward. Yeah. No, there's just not <laughs> enough of them. There's just not. <laughs> I just was like, wait, yeah. okay, so we're skipping ahead. Okay. I feel like there's like, no, but I feel like there's like, See, or times when they like jump ahead in multiple like years in the story. Yeah, they, they might even show it on the screen. I don't even one hundred percent know. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to tell. Like even if they didn't show it on the screen, like I should be able to tell. There should be some visual cue or something, and they don't really give me that. And I don't really have any story or character reason to believe that they did. So it's just it's it, the script is kind of a mess in this movie. Um. I mean, again, like you said, what's there isn't awful. Like, no. I, I, it's just, man, there was just something missing. They gave, It was like yeah. great. I feel like this movie is just really surface level. <laughs> like it looks yes. pretty. Yes. There's great action sequences. But if you try to like reach in and see what's actually in there, it's just like nothing. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, it's I don't a very know. shallow movie. Yeah. So I, I I don't know, uh, Ozzy. Do you have any negatives that you want to get to? I mean, I don't like the villain too much. Yeah. Was, I mean, I really didn't. I mean, you really he was uh, for for me. I mean, what he was in for was whatever to me. Um, I thought I thought um, what's his name, Stannis Baratheon would have done a better job. <laughs> <than the villain>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Just a brick wall of, of a character. <laughs> but we Sh- didn't get enough of him either. Shout out Game so of Thrones being this. announced for coming out in April. Yep, I just watched that today. Yeah, well, yes, yes, yes. Let's yes, go. Yes. Um, so it's just, I wish we had him being a villain. Just because I think he's a phenomenal actor. And I think that what they set up with the trailer was really great. Mm-hmm. And then what we got as the final product is kind of disappointing. Um, due to the fact that they really didn't build up his son to be as menacing. Because they really didn't find him menacing at all. And that's kind of a trope of these movies at this point. Like, is that yeah. safe to say where you have, like, the king who doesn't, like, love his son enough, essentially, yep, and that's, yep. like, he, he's <laughs> a villain. Like, I feel like I was watching, like, Gladiator Light with this. Yeah, <laughs> this sort of historical yeah. epic. It's, it's um, like the bratty sort of, like, yeah, yeah, prince yeah. who either kills or inherits the, the kingdom from his father. Who doesn't think he deserves it anyway. Yeah, who doesn't think he deserves it anyways, and he kind of goes on a, on a, like a rampage yeah. or whatever. That's, um, yeah. So that's kind of, it, it's that tropey villain, essentially. Like, yeah. that's what he is. And again, this you know, I talked about the lack of depth with the relationship between uh, Robert and his wife. You can say the same thing about Robert and the villain, or the villain and the wife as well. Yeah. Like, there's a scene in this movie when he's like, "I've known you since you were a girl," and I was like, "Oh, you have? 
Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, I, I, I no idea. Guessed. They, they literally like they don't give us any reason to understand that. Like, yeah. other than maybe a throwaway line when they introduce the wife at the beginning. I don't know. Um, so it's just tons of situations like that where it's like. I feel like I'm supposed to be understanding or caring more about what's happening, but I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. And then in terms of, I mentioned a little bit at the top, uh, the kind of cheesy moments. Um, to me, the end of this movie, like not the very end, but the end of the climactic battle mm-hmm. did not work at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. It just didn't like... It just came across as really cheesy for me. Yes. I, um, like, and it, it, like it does the entire way through as, as soon as it starts happening, you're like, why is this happening again? Yeah. This doesn't really make any sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Ozzy uh, or Noah, do you have any more positives that you guys want to get to? You mean negatives? Or negatives, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. um, long day. Uh, man, oh, uh, when I'm going back to the long take thing, um, <laughs> <laughs> that scene right there, it's, there's almost like there's about 20 minutes later, there's a better scene for a long take, and I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to do, like, I, I, for, like, in the beginning, like, this movie is like nine, it, it starts with like a nine minute long take, and mm-hmm. I was like, is it going to do this the whole movie? Because <laughs> it starts with it, and I was just like, okay. Um, and then it starts to go into it what looks like a long take in the this scene where I mean I can talk I mean it actually happened. It's yeah. kind of the the you know <laughs> inciting incident when William Wallace is, yeah, is yeah. found dead and then he's like drawn and quartered or whatever. Yeah. Um you guys have seen Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that happens and like the uh the Scots get all upset and there's like a scene where it happens in like a square and like everything's going down and the British are coming in to like um, try and quell this like little rebellion thing, and I thought they were going to do a long take, but no. I mean, that would have been a great scene where everything's like getting all chaotic, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I would have taken that over the yeah. uh, the other scene because yeah. you would have done yeah. something with it. So yeah, yeah that's my thing. Uh, um, even <laughs> when he gets back from that sequence, he's like, the people are really upset. Like they, <laughs> I'm just like. Um, Okay, like cool. <laughs> Guys, they're really mad. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, to me. I was like, okay, I, why is this like uh, they? There was a dead guy in the middle of the course. Like, yeah. why, why would they? Not, <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like I needed a little bit more of like history. Lessons yeah, like that. I don't know. There was, again, there's just bits and pieces missing from this story. Ozzy, are you alive? Yes, I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> um. So, all right. Let's just rate this movie, and we can close it out. Ozzy, what do you got? I'm gonna give this movie a solid seven. I think it's. I thought me the cinematography worked. Um, I know I said it was like. I know I said I like the script a lot. But thinking about it, I mean, it was decent. It was an it was an alright script mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so I'm just giving it a seven. I think there were definitely some disappointment, some disappointing things in the movie that made that made me put it down to a seven. So. All right. Um, I'm gonna give it uh, 6.7. I think it's. I think I do think it's an okay movie. Like I think if you are flipping through Netflix and trying to decide what to watch, and you land on this, I don't think anybody's going to judge you for that. I wouldn't personally. Yeah. It's a fun something to watch on Netflix. Is it going to be a contender for anything? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, uh, but it's just a solid watch. Um, 
And because the story's so thin, great news. <laughs> then what everyone wants from Netflix anyway, you get. You don't have to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> you can just kind of have this on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the action sequences when they come, and then you're flying. So <laughs> you just play yeah. Subway Surfer in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely no, not what I did. What do you got? Um, I give it like a 6.5. I don't know. It, historical epics uh, in like medieval times are really for me. That's mm -hmm. not really my cup of tea in general. Um, I just, they've, they've never piqued my interest like ever. So, no. um, unless it's like Game of Thrones, cause that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like the one exception to that <laughs> one area. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. It definitely felt like it was trying to sort of like, like Game of Thrones really popular. It's like with the Battle of the Bastards, they, they oh, looked yeah. like they were visually like going for yeah. that sort of visual mm -hmm. uh, aesthetic, but yeah. And even with the level that they were willing to take the gore and stuff like that, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, there's a very, very graphic scene that made me go, oh, why am I watching this? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Ozzy, do you want to wrap us up? And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFelts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and the website where Chucky's got some great reviews up there. So check that out. Dope. And Noah, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Noah underscore Rask, R-A-S-K, and on uh, Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. Dope. And Matt, where can people find you? Uh, my Twitter is uh, at Total Surgeon, uh, Matt Fortunato, username. Um, and check out uh, Four Nachos Podcast on SoundCloud. Dope, dope, dope. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Uh, also, if you guys have any recommendations, you guys feel, feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out the YouTube channel. And yeah, guys, thank you so much. This is Quick Calls.